Welcome to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141, featuring celebrities, fashion, lifestyle, beauty, and hot topics. I'd like to welcome to the show the one, the only, the fabulous Miss Vivica A. Fox. There's a good old saying, early bird catches the worm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that check. I'm Michael Eric Dyson here. My sidekick, my homeboy, Mr. Darnell Perkins. Hi, handsome. How are you, my love? <laughs> hey, it's Vanessa Williams. Tune in to my dear friend show, Paul Wharton, only on Sirius XM Channel 141. Hi, everybody. It's Jennifer Lewis. Yes, the mother of Black Hollywood. And I want you all to listen to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141. Hello, fabulous people, and welcome to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM, channel 141. As Jennifer Lewis says, I'm Paul Wharton, and we are so happy to be coming to you from the full-service radio studio at the Line Hotel in Washington, D.C. And I am surrounded by black excellence. Started with Alexia holding us down in the control booth. Hey, Alexia, how you hey, doing? Hey, Paul. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Oh, didn't we celebrate it right? Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> and you know him as an entertaining guru. I simply call him, oh, magnificent one. Say hello to the fabulous Darnell Perkins. Hey, Darnell. Hi, my love. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am fantastic. You're looking young, fresh, and slim today. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've been starving myself like you. I can tell. I certainly can tell. <laughs> so we're coming up on the end of February. We just had our last Democratic debate before Super Tuesday. So anyone stand out for you in the Democratic field, Darnell? Um, I didn't watch the debate, okay. so I'm so sorry. But I do like Bloomberg. Yes, and we were talking about that a little earlier. And I, and when you told me you liked him, I said, why? Because he's rich? And you said... Yeah, we need, you need someone <laughs> rich to run this country, I believe. Well, super rich to run, to run this country. Um, but I, if I were to vote for uh, one of the Democrats, it would be Bloomberg. Well, I tell you, I really like, at this point, um, Elizabeth Warren. Really? I think she has really shown herself to be formidable. Like, she knows her her stuff. She gets out there with those guys and cuts them right down. I have a lot of confidence in her, but unfortunately, she just doesn't have the support, it seems, that she needs to go all the way. Yeah, that's yeah, that's unfortunate. I like her, too, actually. Yeah. I like I like what she stands for. Um, I, I like her feistiness, you know, yeah. but uh, if I were to vote for a Democrat and we're not going to get into that because I wrote a, I put a post on my Facebook page just the other day and I was just like, uh, I don't know why Democrats, you know, they, you know, something about when, um, what's the other oh, Bernie Sanders when he was talking to, this was not yesterday, but this was a debate before mm-hmm. and he was talking to Bloomberg and he was just like, oh yeah, we need a billionaire to run, to run, to run the white house. Like you're like, you're disconnected. And so Bloomberg went back right back to him. And he was just like, well, you're a millionaire. You have three houses. Yes. I mean, so, you know, rich is rich, but, um, so that was what I was, um, I really, really do like his, I like what he's doing. I like what he, actually, I like them as a mayor of New York too, pretty yeah. much. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. So um, people are complaining because they like, oh, how do you only you know you only come in at the end of the uh, at the end at the uh, end of whatever the race yeah. um, only because you're worth billions of dollars. You know, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, and uh, so people are really kind of looking at it a little differently. Yeah, they are. Well, you know, people have their issues with him about some of the policies that he might have inherited from a previous uh, administration when he was mayor, but he supported for far too long, like stop and frisk. And, you know, his point is everybody up here on the stage has a past. You voted um, uh, negatively in some areas. There's, there's something that everyone has done that people can be angry about. I mean, my first priority is getting Donald Trump out of the White House. Okay. This is what I, I hope for. And I just hope that Democrats um, can unite um, and even some Republicans with a conscience that know that what's happening right now is just not right. Yeah, but I will tell you this, though, that Trump, he has a quite a few people that are supporting him. I mean, every rally, every fundraiser, from my understanding, is there's no room. There's standing room only. You can't. So he does have a huge support, um, a huge support group um, that, you know, people just really, really do like him. Uh, I do hope the Democrats do pull themselves together because if they do not put the right person up there to fight him, um, then we will be, um, Trump will be our president for the next four years. Whew, I'm moving. Well, you I know, know, I really, w- I'm definitely doing a dual residency. I'm going to London. <laughs> and well, it, well, you do that. I was going to do that well, anyway. You, you do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is going to be a great summer in London, actually. Really? Because you, you know I'm going next month. Yes. So actually, I, I'd love to. I'm going to take a portable recorder and I'm going to take some of our equipment and I'll do my show from London. Oh, um, you said you're coming over to I'm visit. Going to, I'm going to try. I got to look at look at my finances. But yeah, we'll see. I'm on a fixed income. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Will your fixed income take you over uh, over the pond? I can possibly swing up a little bit to get a plane ticket as long as you take care of my accommodations. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. But um, this will be a good summer over there. I was telling you both, uh, two of my friends, Vanessa Williams, she is in City of Angels at yeah. the Garrick Theater over on the, in the West End in London. Um, her show opens on March 6th, and they're having the big party um, Later in March, so I'm going to go for that. Okay. And then Whoopi is bringing Sister Act back. Sister Act the musical. Really? It's going to the West End in London. Oh, wow. So she'll be there all summer. Her show opens in July. And uh, so both my girls will be there at the same time. So I'm going to go over now. And I then love I'm going to go back and spend some time in the summer. I absolutely love it. I yeah, absolutely we'll get an apartment love it. And we'll have fun. Yeah, but listen, now make sure you, uh, you know, we were planning to go to Italy and I've been reading. Do you know that coronavirus had hit over there? Did we talk about that yeah, already? Yeah, we, we didn't talk about that hitting Italy because that's just been in the news this week. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. One you of know, my favorite places to visit. But, you know, it it's, it's, seems like, well, now there are, I don't know how many cases in the United States. Alexia, do you know how many cases? I don't. 35. I think the last I heard there were 35 confirmed cases. I don't know if anyone has died yet in the United States. I really need to know what exactly is coronavirus. You know, I know it's a it's a virus that typically affects animals and birds. Right. This is what I've heard. Something like this. Um, But I don't know what the effect is on humans. I'm not sure if 
if it's just killing people who have a compromised immune system, which is why so many older people are dying okay. from coronavirus. But it is something that people can recover from. It's not like a death sentence. Yeah, but I, whatever it is, I don't want it. I, I, I don't want it. Would you Could take you Would you a, take a little trip over to China? No. <laughs> right about now? No. I mean, since, it, since it's just something that you can just, oh, it's not going to kill you. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that um, I'm not going to let it stop me completely from going where I'm going. Yeah. But, you know, I never saw myself as the kind of person that could wear a mask on a plane. I just thought I wanted to be more comfortable. But I think now I might be able to, <laughs> I might come around. <laughs> Would you, are you going to wear a mask uh, on a plane? Yes. The whole time? No. Well, just some of the time? Some of the time. I'm going to wear my mask on the plane. Until you eat? Until I eat <laughs> and, and, drink. and have a cocktail. Uh, no, I, I um, but you know, you just sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, right now, you know, just safety is very, very, very important. And uh, so I would wear a mask on the plane. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's not something I would want to do, mm-hmm. but it was just something that um, I remember I was uh, traveling to Asia and we stopped in Beijing and in that whole airport, it was just like all these people just had a mask. And I was just mm-hmm. like, and I'm just walking around, like, not really even thinking about even putting on a mask. And it just hit me, like, recently, like, why didn't I have on a mask? And why was everyone in this airport with masks? This was a couple of years ago. This is before the coronavirus. I, I know exactly and, what you're talking yeah. about. Because <laughs> I've passed big <laughs> groups of people as well with masks on at the airport. And I'm just like, huh. Like, like right on with my little just, cute little yeah, outfit. I'm, I'm like, that's like, gonna mess up my outfit. Because <laughs> I like to go to the airport looking right, especially if I'm traveling international. Oh wow, yeah, it is cute. It's good to, and then you never know what you who you're gonna run into and end up having coffee. And I always meet the most interesting people traveling internationally right at the airport. Yeah. So, uh, so you do you do need to look cute. You don't be full suited cute. You just be like cute. No, I always wear a jacket. Okay. And I wear some loafers. And I'll keep my socks in my bag so I can look cute on, you know. Yeah. And then I'll wear like, you know, good jeans and nice shirt and I'll have my wraps and my scarves and all that. Yes, absolutely. 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 I love it. But, you know, I saw Naomi Campbell. I saw her ritual. If you go on YouTube and you just look up the Naomi channel, channel, Mm -hmm. she shows you how she prepares a plane seat for her, for herself. She gets on the plane. Mm -hmm. She puts a mask on. She puts her plastic gloves on. She takes her Lysol uh, antibacterial wipes and she wipes down every surface that you could potentially touch in her plane seat. The remote control, which is so interesting, the remote control, you know, for the seat in first class, of course, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff that you touch, the, the, um, the shade on the window, yeah. the TV, she wipes everything down and then she covers the full seat with a throw that she brings on. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's something. That's something. And I mean, I, especially coming from her, I'm surprised she don't have her assistant or someone else doing she that. She wants to do it herself, I guess, because, you know, she knows how she likes it. Yeah, wow. So I, I, I don't wipe down anything. I just go sit. I touch the remote. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm such a bad person. I'm such a bad person. I love it. I love it. Let me ask you a question. Since we're still uh, in a love hangover from Valentine's Day. Yes. When you break up with an ex, do you try to make them jealous? Like, do you try to make them feel like you moved on to a new relationship, even when it may not actually be so? Oh, let's see. What are my thoughts on that? Lexi, 
Alexia, do you have do you have a thought on that? I do have thoughts. Come on, I want to know. Um, short answer, yes. Yes. Short answer, yes. I am. I also stay friends with a lot of, you know, previous men, so it's really easy for them to look at my Instagram and see what I'm up to, or like we might run into each other at a bar, mm-hmm. and I might be with someone else, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, you knew they were going to be there and everything else. <laughs> or, you know, we yeah. just happen to pop up in the same place. Right. Just happened. Exactly. Well, let me tell you something that happened. Do you have an opinion on that, Darren? Um, Yeah, I pr- probably if I still if I still had any feelings or something. But, uh, no, an ex is really an ex for a reason. I don't really give a hell... No, I, I don't try yeah. to make them jealous. No. Well, let me tell you something that happened. For those of you all that watch Wendy Williams, um, you will know that a few days ago, she had to come out and do a bit of a, not an apology, but essentially she made it seem like she was dating this guy. His name is William Selby. He's a jeweler. Okay. All right. So she talked to Suzanne, you know, that's on the show. That's always, you know, the audience wrangler. And then Suzanne's husband, who also works on the show. And she's like, oh, yes, my friend came by. Did you like him? Wow. Yeah. Wasn't he cute? Yes. So she made it seem like she's dating this guy. Then the next day she posts on her social media. She posts this picture. It's a picture of her looking from the side. And it says he sent his car to pick me up. All right. Okay. And then later in the night, she posts this picture. Don't they look like they're together? And she posts a picture of she and the guy, William Selby, um, hanging out in a studio. He's got his hand on her leg. She's got her finger on his leg. It looks very suggestive, right? Yes. So cut to two days later, or was, I don't think it was the next day. I think it was two days later. She had to go. Oh, no. It was, I think it, maybe it was the next day. It was actually that Monday. Because this all happened over the weekend. She had to go on the show and say, yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Like, I, everybody's talking about he's my boyfriend. No, I mean, he's got his own family. I'm just a friend of his. <laughs> you see these pictures, right? Oh, my God. Yes. That extremely is so misleading. Su- extremely suggestive. So this is what I think happened. And, and this is why at some point we all got to grow all the way up. But. You know, her husband left in such a way where he moved on to the side chick who had the baby and all of that. Mm-hmm. And we know it was tumultuous. We know that's a terrible way for a long-term relationship to end. But I think she's playing to an audience of one. I really think that she posts this type of thing, maybe for the public to see that she's moved on, but also really for her ex-husband to probably be jealous. Oh, wow. And it's not so. No, it's really not. And that, and that's the thing. In a lot of relationships, I mean, unfortunate, you know, for some uh, some people, uh, one person is more into the relationship than, than others. And my thoughts on that, it's like you can play all these games or whatever you want with your ex or whatever, but, but Ex, some ex really move on because they really are not really into you. Yeah, and so you can post pictures of this. You can post pictures of men hold you holding somebody's hand, and you you like in a the car. He sent the car for me, and all of that. You know, I think we feed too much into trying to either make someone jealous, like you said, mm-hmm. or or just trying to create a world 
for others when people are really not thinking that much about you. Yeah. Does that does that make any sense? It does make a lot of sense. I mean, either way, you're playing. I mean, this this guy, yeah. her ex husband. Yeah. I mean, he literally. I don't. This but he is could not, be jealous. Well, he, he could be jealous because you know why? Because the lifestyle. I think he's jealous because all those years he had Wendy. Um, she's the one out front making the money. He's the one running the he checkbook. He got a lump sum of ten million dollars. You know how fast that man can go through that? Yeah, he got a lump sum, and he's with the woman that he's been having an affair with for like many, many, that many, man many, is many all years. Flash and dash. Every other week is he it? showed up in a new Rolls Royce. Do you know how fast ten million dollars goes for people <laughs> well, like that? You're yeah. buying houses, you're buying gold chains, you're buying matching uh, Gucci sneakers, <laughs> Hermes Birkin bags, you got the Bentley truck, you got the Rolls Royce Phantom. So I he's mean, really into that type oh, of life. See, absolutely. for me, I wouldn't, it, that, I wouldn't be buying all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that lump sum would work for you, but no. no that, that that, would, I mean, we'll, we'll see. God, God bless them all. God, God, yeah, God, God bless God, them God. all. What about you? Are you well, do you ever try to make any of your exes jealous? Let's see. I probably would, to be honest with you. Um, I'll tell you, it's so interesting. I broke up with this, me and this one guy broke up years ago. This was probably in 2012, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and we broke up on a Thursday. And, um, but it was a long time coming. It was like somebody had to say something. So we got on the phone and we were like, oh, it's not working, you know. Okay. So that was on a Thursday night. Saturday, I am booked to work the um, Gay Pride Parade. I have like, I'm on the float, you know, with the mayor and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So my mom is going with me. So my mom and I, Thursday night, remember I broke up with the homeboy. Saturday morning, we, my mom and I are walking to our float, which he knew where my float was going to be because when I got booked for that, we were, you know, together, whatever that meant. Child, we walk into the float. We come rolling up on him and there's another guy. He's carrying another guy on his back. Like giving the guy a piggyback ride. <laughs> yeah, they look so in love. I was like, my mom was like, "Oh, isn't that? Oh, wait, <laughs> you know, because my mom was like, that's a familiar face. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. absolutely. Yeah, two days later, so he didn't take long, but I know he was finding the float and bringing the guy back on his back to make me to make me jealous. You know, it didn't work at the time, but I think if I really really care for someone yeah if it was a really long-term relationship i remember a relationship coming to an end when i moved when i lived in new york and this guy lived on the upper west side of new york i was so in love with this person that for several years i could not go on the upper west side maybe like four four years three or four years from 59th Street to 96th Street, I would have like heart palpitations on the train. I would need, you know, I couldn't go anywhere on the Upper West Side. That's how sick I was. Over oh, wow. It. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. I can definitely, definitely believe that. But it's a major difference between that's how you know if you really like someone or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if you get over it like lickety split, then you were never that into it anyway. I know. I don't know if I want that anymore. I don't know if I want to really like someone that much anymore i've gone through that and it's hurtful when you um and i've been uh, i've been that person that i liked uh the the person more than they really liked me mm-hmm. and uh so i experienced that it's a very hurtful um feeling but that's interesting that you bring that up because you know i'm in something now and i really like this person and as soon as i realized i really liked this person which was very very early i said oh like kind of like that 
And he says, well, what's the problem? I said, oh, God, this is going to. He got me. This is about to be an issue. Like, when we break up, it's going to be awful. And he's like, well, maybe we should, like, be together before we break up. And I'm like, oh, that's, an, that's, that's something to consider. I'm already planning the breakup. Oh, wow. Well, I, and it's good. And you know what? And I do. I know who you're talking about. And I do like him for you. I yeah. think he makes you happy. Um, you're always smiling every time I see you all on FaceTime or, you know, when he calls, I see your little face lights up. I was like, oh, that is so cute. I don't know if that would ever happen for me or not, though. Well, Alexia has her opinion about it because I I was telling her a little bit about it. And she's like, oh, uh oh, but just take your time. Oh, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't. I really don't. And then she ends up telling me that she went on a date with somebody last Friday and she instantly knew she was in love. And that's all she could think about now. Yeah. Like (laughs) I left from the date and Darnell, I don't even remember how I got home. And it's not because I had too much to drink. I just... I was just blinded. She was floating. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You could I could have floated home. Oh, you wow. You could tell me that I floated home. I would have believed it. You see? So it's I a like, problem. I like that. That's good. But it's so interesting because that's how you really know you like someone. Because I'm going to tell you, I probably have been a little less than completely honest with you all in the past. You, my friend, Darnell. Mm-hmm. Um because I haven't really liked anybody in a long time. I don't know. Do I think like I like people? Do I say like, oh, he's great and all that kind of stuff? No, I don't, I don't think you fake like you like him. You can like a person and not like, oh, my God, I'm like okay. loving, loving this person. You right. know what I mean? So I don't think it was. I don't think. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not meaning to be fake. But I guess I guess what I'm trying to do sometimes is be like optimistic. Yeah. Because as people say, we well, can't have everything. So sometimes when you when it's not like all there and most of it's not there. Yeah. But you also are like sick of, you know, being a party of one. You just kind of say, okay, I'll give it a try. But you know, you're not into it. You know what? This is so crazy. So two nights ago, my ex actually, this, I was really, this was like a really good ex. And he actually came over the other night and, uh, and he stayed over. Wow. Yeah. He stayed, he stayed over. We, we just watched, uh, we watched television and had cocktails. Uh, I really was not expecting him to come or to stay. And so we end up ordering like Uber Eats, like wings and yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm not eating that type of stuff. I had some little, my little salad stuff in the refrigerator. But um, so he stayed and I actually made him a pallet on the couch. Nice. Okay. And so. Was he expecting to stay in the room? Uh, so let, let, listen, to what okay. he, listen to what happened. <laughs> And he said to me, um, so the next morning, he was like, he says, oh, wow. He was like, uh, you never invite me upstairs anymore. And so I was just like, I looked at him. I was just like, well, what, what would be the reasons? I mean, I don't understand why you would want to come up, come upstairs. And he was just like, oh, okay. He was just like, um, so he said, so it's like that. And I was like, well, I, you know, he really kind of caught me off of guard because off guard because I have not been with this person in probably some years, maybe yeah. 10, mm-hmm. you know. But we always remain a really we remained friends and um, we keep we keep in contact. Yeah. It was just one of those things that he just came over. We were watching, you know, he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just cooling. He was just like, um. I'm I'm not too far. He was like, "You want some company?" And I was like, "Sure, come, you know, come over." But and not, nothing nothing in my head said anything but 
you coming over to you know chill out you know maybe yeah. you know have a cocktail have some cocktails or whatever but when he made it clear to you that that's what he was thinking did you think oh well, i never thought about it like that but huh okay i just i'm you know with me now the journey that i am on i'm just not into going back yeah like i don't want to he still looks great you know I, there's nothing wrong with him I just don't want to go back. I don't want to go back in a lot of things. And I think I've just been on this journey of really moving forward. And nice, nice guy, nice person. But even moving forward, I don't see him being your person. Being that person. No, that's not my person. Well, I tell you, sometimes when we get out of a relationship, and maybe you all out there um, can relate to this, have you ever broken up with someone or the relationship ended and you, you knew why you were pretty clear in those moments yeah. you know, during the breakup. And then some time passes and maybe you've dated one or two other people and then a little more time passes and that person ends up coming back into your life, whether it's through a social media post and you DM each other or, you know, a text on a holiday and they say, you know, and then you end up going out for a drink with them and you look at them and you end up kind of romanticizing um, the relationship. Okay. So you look at them and you say, well, God, why, why did we break up? Like, this person is perfect for me. I, they, they, they got it all together. They look good. I, I know they're decent in the sack. Like, yeah. all this stuff. And you end up, and then you go on a date with them. And then it comes like crashing back. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. That's why I'm not with you. Sometimes it's the first date or sometimes it takes a little bit longer because we do end up remembering what I mean by romanticizing those relationships is we remember the highlight reel. We remember the best parts of that person. Absolutely. Usually. And then it takes us to experience them again to realize uh-uh, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, totally, totally agree. Like I said, he's always, you know, always been a very nice person. Um, nice family, everything, but just not for me. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I'm looking, I, if, if it happens, I don't think it will happen, but if it happens, I just want someone that I truly, that truly, truly, truly gets me and I get them. For example, he was, you know, let's order some pizza. Let's order some wings. He's always been the pizza wing type person. Yeah. And um, I remember, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I, remember <laughs> I remember we I wanted to go somewhere. Um, one of my favorite places uh, as a kid, my father took me to this little French restaurant called Dominique's, mm-hmm. and it was right over by uh, the Watergate. And so that has always been one of my favorite places. And so, like, on a special occasion, I was like, well, this, this is, I want to go to Dominique's or whatever. Nobody not trying to sit in there and eat, and eat all that little fancy food. So it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like sometimes you, you know the person, they're really great, but they're just not great for you. And, um, and so I, I don't have a desire to go back to that. No, well, I certain don't. elements have to align. Like, people can like a different cuisine. Some, people, some person can be, like, the one wearing the tennis shoes and the other one's wearing the loafers or whatever. Um, so you have different types all the time, but I think that there needs to be more that kind of you're united on or more that you have in common. Champagne. Right. We need to both drink champagne. I don't want to sit there. You want to share? 
I, yeah, of course I want to share with someone that I'm and that I'm involved with. I don't want to sit there and just drink the whole bottle while you sit up there drinking beer. It, you know, I don't know. I want a champagne drinker. That's what I want. That's what you want? Yeah, I want to share. Lexi, I want to share my champagne. <laughs> I don't believe it. Good luck to you. <laughs> uh, well, listen, if you are looking for a new fabulous sparkling beverage, I'd love for you to check out my new favorite sparkling wine. It's called Seppi online. It's drinkseppi.com. So Seppi is a California sparkling wine with old world finesse. Seppi wines express California's vibrant flavors while remaining crisp, dry, and balanced. This superb drinkable style reflects Kelsey's own background in wine education from her grandfather in the Napa Valley and France. So this wine was launched and founded by Kelsey Phelps. She is the granddaughter of Joseph Phelps, which is a famous winemaker um, known for his insignia wines. And it's just really fabulous. She's got two um, two varietals. She's got a Brut Rosé and a Blanc de Blanc. And I'm really, really liking it. Um, we're going to be doing some tasting events. She's actually supporting City Dance Dream at our gala kickoff. And um, if you are interested in checking out a new fresh sparkling wine just in time for spring, because spring is coming before you know it, check out drinkseppi.com. You know, I, you never brought me any. I want to taste it. Is, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it, it a, you. um, You'll love it. Uh, is You'll it a, like a sparkling it. wine? It is. It's a sparkling wine. It's just. It's you know. Of course, champagne is made in France, and yes. sparkling wine is made in California, and it is absolutely fabulous. Well, I don't know if it's fabulous or not, but I'll taste it, and then I'll let you know after I taste it. I'll. I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about that. So back to what Alexia was saying earlier, how she went on a date with this person on Friday and then she floated home. And now today she's telling me about it. And, you know, I'm thinking, wow, the question is, how soon is too soon to proclaim your either love for someone publicly or that you are deeply in like, you know, how long do you have to keep that kind of tucked into your hat before you come out? I don't think there's a that. time. You don't think there's a time? No. You don't think that the, that the first thing your friend asks is, well, how long has it been? <laughs> as soon as you tell somebody how happy you are in a relationship, they say, well, how long have you known them? That's always the next question. Yeah. My thing is, look, make it work. I mean, you know, no, 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 let me rephrase it. I didn't mean to say make it work. My thing is this, get to know each other. If you like them, you like them. If you like her, you like her. You know, keep it going until somebody F's up. And uh, and they really mess up and then they do something you don't like, then just go to the next one. Have you all heard of this show called Love is Blind on Netflix? I've heard of it. My sister watches it and all these other people I know watch it. Now tell me about it. So the people get to know the people without seeing each other, right? Yeah, they like date in these little pods where they just like talk to these people for hours and it's all intimate and they're taking notes. Um, and then once and then you can keep going on dates with people. So they start to kind of narrow it down. And then I don't know, somehow they both agree that they want to get married. They propose to each other and then they meet in this like big romantic like just grand gesture and they see each other for the first time everybody's really happy are they always happy so far uh, I, 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 <laughs> as soon oh no okay. i watched like, that before yeah, i'm gonna like, watch it tonight you should it's ridiculous it is absolutely ridiculous and so yeah the question is like these people are telling each other that they love each other after knowing them for seven days without ever seeing them 
and deciding that they want to get married. It can happen. I'm telling you. I don't know. I feel like it's fake. I can't Yeah, decide. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. And well, this is coming from someone who, like, I love love. Like, I love people being in love. But, yeah. like, this, like, it is a crazy ride. I to don't watch think that it's fake. I think that people want to love and they want to be loved. And I think especially after you've been in a few not-so-great relationships. Yeah. Not saying that you want to rush into something else. But I think once you've experienced a lot of not love. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you feel something that, that kind of tickles on bliss in the neighborhood of bliss, Absolutely. you're like, I'll take that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I, I do believe that people do want to be loved and people want to love. Yes. Do I think it exists? Not as much, no. I really you believe don't. it, but you don't think it exists? What no, do you mean? I do believe that people want to love. Yes. And I do believe people want to be loved. Yes. What are the chances of two people coming together and they both genuinely love each other the same way all the time what are you talking about well i don't see it that much i really don't well i see people getting together (laughs) i see people i see one person really in love yeah i i it's very rare that i see two people that are like so in love with each other it's like oh my god they just look so wonderful so happy i hear you but i see both sides i think when you um like in a city where we live where most people know each other, okay? So you're mm-hmm. seeing the same group of people, basically, and every now and again, somebody gets a divorce or somebody new comes into the, the group somehow, and then one of the existing people from the group dates that person, usually because that's the only new person around. So, <laughs> yes. you know what I'm saying? So in that case, you have two people that just want to kind of be together, but nobody is really in falling out over the other one. yeah. Um, and unfortunately, or, or one likes the other one more. Usually it's the woman in, in the case of, in Washington, D.C., because there are so few men and so many women. Um, and <laughs> no, in the case of my friends, I feel like it is. Right. I, I feel like it is. And the yes. women that I know yeah. where a new guy comes in and then they're like all about this guy. And I'm like, you like him? And they're like, oh, yes, I do. I really do. And then that guy is he's fresh meat, completely unbothered. And he's just doing his thing still yeah it's it's something love is something i for those of you out there that are in love or um or have a partner that you know is very 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 like the same like you both just love 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 each other kudos because i don't i don't see it that often i really don't well i'll tell you um a friend of mine um i'm seeing reports and you know on these gossip websites Ananza Sims she is the daughter of Beverly Johnson mm-hmm. and uh, not that long ago Ananza announced that she was reconcil- reconciling with her childhood sweetheart Matt Barnes the ex-NBA player okay Matt Barnes was dating um Laura Gavon's sister right what is her name she was on uh, basketball wives or one of those shows okay I don't know okay so anyway so she he was dating the Gavon chick. They were no, not dating. I think they were married, actually. Um, and then all of a sudden, Matt is with Anansa. So everybody's kind of shocked by that. She gets pregnant. She has a baby. They combine homes and all that is going on. And I'm reading in. A, and it's just like now. She she came out as I'm so in love with this man. We're having a baby and all this. And she, of course, has five kids. 
And now I'm seeing that they, they've broken up. He just posted something on a social media with their, with their new son. And he's saying, missing my little man. Hopefully I'll be allowed to see you soon. So do you feel like how you got the person is how you lose them? That old saying? No, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? No. So you don't believe if he was with somebody else in a marriage and maybe he did or maybe he didn't have some kind of infidelity and that's how you ended up with this person. You don't believe that that's how you will also lose them? No. Okay. I know I know of a situation where this man was so in love with his little mistress and she came to the house and was just like asked the parent wife, you know, what is it that you he it's obvious that he's not happy here and he <laughs> she was a little piece of work, God bless her God rest her soul. And the mistress did the, the wife wait a the minute. Wife this this happened years ago. <laughs> the mistress and her and the um, and the husband end up being her husband, and they actually end up being. This is a this is actually one of my aunties and relatives. Okay, <laughs> she actually went to his wife's house and was like, "It's apparent he's not currently he's he's not happy here. He's not coming back." Ooh. They ended up getting married, and they were married for like fifty. Like they now you're talking about in love. Wow, they were like. Truly, truly, and he never he divorced her and, and never and never went back. People, people like who they like, and people fall in love with who they fall in love with. Just because they married you doesn't mean that that's the that you are the person that they really, really, really was in love with. That's what I'm saying. Well, what uh, I'm saying is if they if they cheated on someone with you, and I'm not saying that happened with Anansa because I don't know. Yeah, All yeah. I know is she was public about her love for this man. Fast forward, the kid's still like an infant and they're already exes. So how soon as somebody, I'm speaking for myself, Mm -hmm. as somebody who's all excited about someone, Mm -hmm. like how long do you need to keep that kind of tucked away so that you don't end up looking kind of crazy? It's like people don't care about what people are thinking anymore. People are just like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe this happened to me. And people are venting out loud. They're they're venting out loud. And she's just venting and venting out, you know, out loud. But, you know, when you date a certain type of person, let's just say NBA basketball player or football player or musical person. This is just what I've heard. I don't know. I've never dated any. um, But. A lot of them, why would you want to put yourself in that situation anyway? You know, women are going to just be throwing themselves at them. And men with women, women, men love women. And when you just going through airports and sitting in restaurants and stuff, and all of a sudden you got the wait, this pretty little waitress or every, somebody sitting next to your table, they want to hug you and they have their, t- their breast out and whatever. So you're the baby mama, you're the mother, um, you're the wife. And, but this is what you would have to put up with when you're dating a certain type of person. Well, so you the have same to be thing could be said for any attractive woman out there because don't people say that men will come on to any, you know, the, the flip side, not just the women being so available to the successful NBA guy, which, yeah, we all know that that happens. Yes. But on the flip side, if a woman wanted to get some action, she could just kind of stroll through. And and for the most part, I mean, I have girlfriends that, that don't go out. When they want to meet somebody, they don't go out with their girlfriends. They go down to city center, sit at the bar at Del Frisco's, yeah. order themselves a glass of champagne, and they wait 
for, for, for <laughs> you know, they, they just put the bait out and then they just wait to see what, what they catch. I love it. I love it. And that's what you should do. I, I, I love it. Such a good tip for, for single women, you know, and they, they go out, you get all dressed up and it's great to go out with your girlfriends and that's fun. It certainly is. It's a lot of fun. But be okay with going out by yourself sometime. Oh, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. It's fun. And you meet so many wonderful, interesting people when you're out by yourself. You know, I have a friend, um, just a buddy of mine. And he, when we go out, and he doesn't work and I work. So I'll invite him to these events and plays and different things. And if he gets there before me, I mean, I'm coming from, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm coming from like a full day. Yeah. He doesn't work. So... We were going to this one play. We had a terrible fallout this night because I just I snapped. But we were going to this this play in downtown D.C. I think it started at um, eight o'clock. OK. And I told him I'd meet him there at seven thirty. Seven forty two. I go walking into the theater and he's storming out, looking at his phone, walking the other direction like he's he's leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, where are you? <laughs> Where you, where you going? I'm like, what? Where are you going? You know, and he's like, and he grabs my arm, you know, and not in an aggressive way, but in a gentle kind of way. And he's like, I told you how I feel about you in other people's time. And you need to, you know, be more mindful of other people's time. I said, first of all, let me tell you something. I work. You don't. I got these tickets. You didn't. Like, I invite you to things. You don't offer anything. And so I just like, after the pressure of all the stuff, that I knew I had to do to kind of get there, uh-huh. I just popped off. I was like, get the boop out of here. I you said, were you know, 45 minutes late? No, I was 12 minutes late. The oh, show okay. didn't start till 8. And so my beef with him, my gripe with him was more of me not understanding. Maybe he had social agoraphobia, so I don't know. Maybe that's like when people are fearful of going outside. I just don't understand because I kind of really enjoy those moments if I get somewhere. Where I'm meeting people yeah. and I could have like 10 minutes to, I know they're coming at some point, Yeah, but I can go in and have a drink on my own or go in and kind of mingle around yeah. knowing my friends are coming, but I love those times. But you're sociable. Everybody is not that sociable. So I don't know. I don't know who this person is, but you know, some people are not really that sociable. Yeah. But do you think that you would be that up in arms if the show doesn't start till eight? We were supposed to meet at 7.30. It's 7.42, and you're charging off down the street? Yeah, no. It's just like, go in and But, you know, some relax. people, yeah, but people really are something. <laughs> Nothing. I, let me tell you something. People are something. You know that. So, he was upset. You, you, were, you were 12 minutes late. <laughs> well, he definitely shouldn't be your friend. <laughs> you you He you definitely upset. shouldn't be your friend. <laughs> you, he, he was upset. How late? Uh, what's what's the latest you've been to meet meet a friend out? Um, it really depends. If I know that a friend is there, like in a group, yeah, of friends or kind of like I would just be a part of a group or whatever. It just depends on what time I decide to get off the couch and <laughs> and and leave out. You know, um, if I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to do better mm-hmm. uh, for like dinner parties, yeah. Or meeting a person for dinner, 
and and like especially if people have a reservation and whatever so i try to really give like really try to be on time as much as i can sure like a 12 minute like a 15 minute 12 yeah, minute sure, absolutely like you know i would you know something like that but we do have to understand <clears throat> that you know time is valuable and we don't you don't want to you don't want to be super late anymore. We might. I had to work on that because being super late, it's kind of like, uh, it's really like you didn't really appreciate the invite. Yeah. I mean, some people really think about it like that. I invited uh, someone to a brunch, and they were two hours late mm. for the brunch, and it was her birthday. Uh, but she's older, so I kind of just let that slide. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, so you want to you want to really really make sure that you just value people's time, and twelve minutes is not bad. Fifteen minutes is not bad, sure. but for those people that are like a half an hour, an hour late, that's just a lot. I think people need to relearn how to understand if somebody's having a party and they say six to nine, that really doesn't to to me. I don't think that doesn't mean come at seven thirty. Like six to nine, everything is not an open house. It's like the party starts at six. If you have to think about from the perspective of the host, yeah, who's heating food and warming things and preparing, you know, everything for the guest, it's really meant for people to come at six. Really, and I'm glad you said that because yeah. I I was just thinking like if the party is from like six to nine, you go at eight fifty two. No, well, it just. <laughs> Also depends on if you really want to go to this party. Because well, you, you never really want to go, and I don't no. <laughs> ever really want to go. Either. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying. But we, but we have to go. Mm-hmm. A lot of places we go, we, I mean, it might be hell. I might be so. Sometimes we're so comfortable at home, just sitting on the phone talking crazy, and then you're like, oh my god, we got to get dressed because the party starts at seven, and we just been laying on the couch and just kind of just relaxing. I'm just so glad we let each other off the hook because when we make plans to go out, sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> one of us has to say, "So do you? Do, do you, you really feel like that?" <laughs> no, thank God. No, I have one shoe on my. I have one shoe on, and I just cannot get the other one on. But you're more of a partier than I am. You think so? Yeah, you're more of a partier than I am. I can really, I can do, I can do uh, a, one party a month. Yeah, and I'm fine. I mean, you, your schedule, your party schedule. It's like you were like, oh, you want to go over to the Kennedy Center with me? Then the next day you're like, oh, you want to hit the Warner Theater with me? <laughs> and then it could be the next day and you're like, oh my God, they're doing something on the rooftop downtown at the at the Conrad. And I'm just like, sweetie, I can't, darling. Thank you so much. I thank you for thinking of me. Well, it's <laughs> thank tough. you for thinking of me. <laughs> I mean, I love to do that kind of stuff. And maybe I was going to talk to you about this as well. It's almost spring. I was going to say when the weather gets nicer and we can go to the rooftops and and all of that, like it's fantastic. But do you you think we're going to make it through in Washington D.C.? You all, we have not had any snow. I don't think it snowed once. No, I don't. think We so. haven't had any snow, and in a matter of weeks, it's going to be spring. Yes. What's that all about? Is so? Is this, is this the way it is? So there's no global warming, huh? Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, I mean, it's just it's 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 no it's no snow. 
things you gotta just embrace life the way it, you know the when it comes. It's the, I mean, what do you want? What do you want to do? You want to call up to heaven and tell God make him this make it snow? No, I just think that it's it's interesting, and and we all have to look into the reasons why. I mean, we have to be open to that. But oh, I no, I totally agree with you on that one. You know, I we, totally we, agree. We with really you on do. That we one. at least have to acknowledge that. I mean, we've gone through the whole winter. We've had a few kind of really cold days, but hey, we're getting ready to go into spring. Um, what do you do to, because you're big, everybody knows that you're big and entertaining and decorating. I don't, you don't really talk about your garden. Are you much of a gardener? I can't, I have, I don't have a green thumb. You don't have all. a green thumb? No, Mr. James, the, he works in my yard. Okay. What do you do to flip your house for spring? What are some of the things that you, you know, spring is coming. Do you have a certain spring kind of ritual? No. I Well, I do switch out pillows. Mm-hmm. I switch out like couch pillows and stuff, more linen and um, not so heavy fabric type pillows for my um, sofas. And... Um, um, not no not not really that's basically it yeah. i have started you know we're getting ready i'm getting ready to do this um estate sale the third weekend in march yes. and so i've it's stuff everywhere so we've been trying to just declutter and just get rid of some things that that i will not be using and have not used in, in many years so i mean i guess you call it what spring cleaning yeah spring cleaning um you know different ways to kind of Spring up your house. For me, I tend to take things away. Okay. Like, I add a lot more extra tchotchkes and, like you said, throws. And yeah. There's, like, extra pillows and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I change my bed linens. So yes. I, I take the big heavy comforter off and put the more lightweight stuff on. Um, sometimes I'll change my drapes to light. Okay. To a lighter scheme. For the spring and summer, and then in the winter, in the fall, winter, I want to go a little heavier, a little darker, velvet, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's certain ways, and now I just start to buy flowers again. Oh, well, you know, well, here I, you know I buy yeah, flowers. Yeah, you buy flowers all year round. Yeah, I love fresh flowers. But maybe I switched them up. Like, I'll try more tulips and just, you know, hydrangeas and lighter things like that from Lee's Flowers. Um, I just want to shout out my friends over at Lee's uh, on U Street in D.C. if you're ever looking for a florist um, to fabulous sisters own that flower shop uh flower and gift shop so check them out definitely but yeah lees will hook it up yeah that helps to lighten up the home as well it really really does i love fresh flowers in a beautiful crystal vase or vase is it is it vase i say vase but i think it's you could say tomato someplace say tomato yeah and a beautiful crystal vase i do want to follow up on something with you because i'm sure people out there that that follow us um want to know what have you decided about the job situation? Uh, for those of you out there in Radio Land, you know, Darnell is on a fixed income. He, <laughs> he has lots of things. He has lots of stuff. No money. <laughs> no money. I need money. He looks really rich, but he's I got a money. lot of things to maintain. You have about um, uh, seven, <laughs> 79 Persian rugs in your house. I need <laughs> money. And wait a minute. And speaking of spring cleaning, the, uh, the Persian rug that's in my dining room yeah. and the Persian rug that's in my living room, we had to fold them up so I could send them off to end the runner that's in the yeah. hallway. Uh, and this is just starting. 
we had to I had to roll them up because they have not been to Berkman's in at least I can't think maybe five years, ten years. That's where you get your rugs clean, and that's where we get them clean. Okay. So and that cost it cost because you can't call one of those Stanley cleaners, Stanley yeah, steamer people. Yeah, Persian rugs, to, right? Do, you can't do that. You have to have a special rug cleaner to clean those rugs. And so that's the reason why I'm in need of, of a job. So if anyone is hiring, now let me tell you, my I can't, I don't do a whole bunch of computer work and all of that. So I just need something very light just to take care of a couple things. But I want to know, you have a job offer. You're supposed to start this job in a couple of weeks. What have you decided? They, they said that they didn't want to pay for your parking. You and I tallied up everything. I won't say the final number. We won't share that. But But you were thinking more along the lines of, um, this person, these people are going to write you a check for your full year's <laughs> salary that you could kind of go and do some things. No, with. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be. I knew they were going to have. When to I broke down, down your Uber, your lunch, your um, Social Security, uh, your your federal income tax, local state, uh, you had a different uh, perspective yeah, I was on. Like, it. Oh my so what God, are you thinking it's not now? Not going to be much. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm going. I'm sh- I just got to figure it out. We're going to see how this estate sale works. And uh, and see if I can come up with some other ways to make to make some money. Uh, I don't know. I have not. Uh, I don't know if that will pro- probably work for me. I don't really. I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't told. I, I haven't told them. I have not told them that I will not be coming yet because I'm really trying to. You know, this is during vacation time. Uh, I travel a lot in the summer, and I. You know, even when I asked them about the parking, you know, the lady was just like. Well, the only person that gets free parking is the director and the da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, oh, wow. So that means all of your employees have to pay for their own parking. And she was like, oh, wow. You said, don't be such a diva. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. I don't, I don't mean to be a diva. I didn't think that was being a diva. I mean, do people really pay for their own parking when they go to work? They, I guess they do. Yeah, wow. That is, that is not right. Not at a lot of places, though. Yeah, that's not right. No. At your place down there at your office, they get, they be having lunch and little breakfasts and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I invited you to come work over there, at Paul Wurtenstall. You don't want to do anything. Oh no, that's not. You told true. me you couldn't. You couldn't. That's do not. Anything that's on the that's not true, darling. I don't want us to fall out on payday. You, you talking about? I'm gonna I'm give you half now and half and half later. Well, I, I'd only do that because you wanted to go to the Palm every day and you charge it on your company car. <laughs> uh, sweetie, I mean, we got to come up with some more money, and I'm like thinking my check is going to be one thing, and then you know I'm not. Yeah, doing you're that. always thinking your check is going to be one thing. No. <laughs> I tell you, you got those expenses to take out. Listen, check it out. If you're going to be in D.C. on March. Six, we are doing the Congressional Suit Challenge with Dress for Success Washington, D.C. You know, Dress for Success um, empowers women to achieve economic independence. I will be hosting it along with Dress for Success D.C. It is a special public donation day, the Congressional Suit Challenge, um, with the goal of collecting 1,000 suits and dresses to help empower women to achieve economic independence. You can donate your new or gently used suits, dresses, and other professional clothing at this special public donation day. It is, again, Friday, March 6th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Pret-a-Manger, right out front at 301 Pennsylvania Avenue, southeast in Washington, D.C., over in Capitol Hill. I will be there kind of 
keeping things going and meeting people and greeting and taking pictures and collecting dresses for the women. And I think that will be a phenomenal day. I hope you come over, Darnell. That would be awesome. If you're around in D.C. and you want to support, that would be fabulous. There's lots of new features on paulwhartonstyle.com. And, of course, we are now selling the new product line, Zhuzh. That's at getzhuzhed, G. Uh, G-E-T-J-U-J-E-D dot com. So check that out as well. You got anything coming up? Uh, just with getting ready for, uh, like I said, uh, this amazing, amazing estate sale uh, third weekend in March. So we're getting ready for that. And if you are in Washington, D.C. on the June 6th, Saturday, June 6th, my big, 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 big birthday party. Um, so you, you've already started planning that, haven't you? Naturally. Okay. And um, so we'll let you know about getting tickets for that. Uh, we just want to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. I'm so excited about 2020. I am. I've, do, I've been doing good. I haven't had bread or sugar in 10 days. You haven't? No, 10 days. Did you curse anybody out? No. <laughs> I, no, I no, 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 no. I had champagne the other day. Okay, I had one glass last uh, Sunday. I had champagne the other day, but no bread, no sugar, no rice. I've been doing pretty good. Listen, health is wealth, right? Yeah. And we are here for the long haul. We hope. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we want you all to be here for the long haul as well. Thank you so much for your support of our show. We're on Friday at 6, Saturday at 5, and Wednesday at 6 on Sirius XM, Channel 141, and also wherever podcasts are found. We'll see you all next week, all right? Bye-bye, darlings. Bye, Have guys. a good one. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together.